This episode contains adult language, mature situations, possession, self-inflicted wounds, insane escape plans, and the weirdest plot twist ever. Listener discretion is advised. Spirekin Book Review, Demon Volume 2. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spirekin Book Club, brought to you by www.spirekin.com, some podcasts and vain reviews about kinetically enhanced narratives. Every episode, I talk about a different geek media. It could be a movie, it could be a game, it could be a book, it could be a graphic novel, it could be a manga, whatever. And I tell you the pros and cons about it, how the art style is, how the characters are, how the story is, and if it's worth investing your time in. You don't have to agree with anything I say, but I've heard we're a little entertaining, and you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com or on Facebook or on Stitcher or iTunes. If you want to comment or ask me about the series... Just email me, zanitspirekin.com, that's X-A-N, not Z-A-N, and let's get started, shall we, because it's been a while since I've done a book review. I've been a little bit busy with manga reviews, movie reviews, and I've been releasing a lot of the book reviews as Facebook live streams, but I thought, you know what, I should get back to form, go back to doing it as a podcast, instead maybe I'll release the actual streams on the website. If you guys want the videos, let me know. Email me, zansparkin.com, and if you want to see the videos with me talking about these books. But let's get started, shall we? So, the book I'm talking about today is one which actually I received in the mail from First Second Publishing, and it's actually the second volume of a series. I got the first volume, I reviewed that on Facebook. I'll put a link in the show notes to the review I did. But it's one which was written by Jason Shiga or Siga, and they published it by First Second Publishing in 2017. The first volume was 2016. There's only four volumes, supposedly, and it is something which is insane and bizarre and crazy. Even Adam Savage from Mythbusters said that this is a morally repugnant and horrible series with a really screwed up protagonist, and I'm ashamed of myself for liking him. Even Nerdist said bizarre, sick, funny, and more than a little depraved, all of which is part of its charm. And that is exactly what this is to a T. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about Demon Volume 2. Now, if you've never read Demon Volume 1, well, first off, this is not for kids. Totally not for kids. This is for adults, grown-ups, older people. I went over the age of 18 because it has a lot of very screwed up Plot and scenarios. The whole premise of the Demon series is that our main character, Jimmy Yi, was is depressed. Before this story happened, he ends up robbing a bank, and then he decides he's going to kill himself. First, he's going to do suicide by a cop, but the cops didn't show up, so he ends up killing himself in a hotel room. After he kills himself, he wakes up, and he's back in the hotel room. It's like, okay, so he kills himself a different way. Wakes him in the hotel room. Kills himself a different way. And there's a gun in the room. Kills himself again. And this just keeps happening until he realizes that he's actually jumping from body to body. He's in a hotel, so every room looks exactly the same. So he's been jumping from room to room slowly. And it turns out that he discovers he is a demon. He has the ability to possess the body of the nearest person near him. And he's this genius actuary who can cube two-digit numbers while devising a way to end the life with a piece of toilet paper. He's super brilliant. Like, he figures out how to kill himself using mathematics and using, I hate to say it, toilet paper from a butt crack to turn it into a knife. He's a genius at it. And because of that, he ends up killing a bunch of people, and the government finds out that they have this guy who can jump from body to body and can't be killed. So they want to hire him. 
And Jimmy wants nothing to do with them. He just does not care. He wants to figure out what the hell he's going to do. He's jumping from bite to bite and escaping from this guy, Agent Hunter, who's stalking him, trying to catch him. And Jimmy, at this point, is decided, I'm going to go break into the prison of the guy who caused the death of my family. And I'm going to save the day. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill this guy and then get revenge on my fam, for my family. So... He does this, goes to the prison, and he finds out that, well, his ability is hereditary. Because in the news, it said that the guy who killed, the drunk driver who killed his family, Heron Marsh, who ran over his daughter and his wife, after the accident, woke up and he's acting like a third grader. His brain kind of was damaged. Turns out it wasn't damaged. He's actually been possessed by Jimmy's daughter, Sweet Pea. And they can see each other for what they really are, but everyone else can't. They just see the big burly murderer, and he just sees Jimmy. Jimmy sees Jimmy, and now it's he wants to save his daughter. Agent Hunter's after him, and it just gets completely insane and horrible and ridiculous. The lengths that Jimmy goes to avoid capture and the lengths that Agent Hunter goes to save the day is just completely mind-boggling at one point they have this underground headquarters that they've captured jimmy they've captured sweet pea and they're gonna make sure that they stay there until jimmy does what they want to do so jimmy says all right i agree you protect my family i'll you protect my daughter i will do what you say all right let's get out of here 45 minutes with 20 different locks every single room has a different thing it's like if i don't figure this out in 40 seconds it gasses the room so the first room he has to lick give a tongue sample he's got to use his retina scan the next episode he has to figure out the pie to the fifth degree then he has to go say this secret password then he has to say his driver's license number backwards and forward he has to solve a rubik's cube it's ridiculous it's 35 minutes just to get out of this headquarters so Jimmy, being the smart guy he is, eventually figures out where they are, turns it around, and he goes to kill this guy. And he's like, oh, I'm going to nuke you in like two minutes. And he has to go through all the ridiculousness of escaping the room again. It's 35 minutes of him just trying to get out. You know, he has to use the retina scan and do this. And obviously, he's not going to make it in, in two minutes when it takes 35 minutes to complete this entire sequence of unlocking the doors. So it goes so absurd and ridiculous. And it shows that... Jason Shiga is so crazy. And the best thing is the foreword for this volume says, To my wife, Elena, who's still mad at me for dedicating the first volume to her. And in the first volume, he said, To my wife, Elena, she said that she'd make me sleep on the couch if I dedicated this to her. So here's to you, baby. And just he, he This guy is just completely a prick. And it shows in this series. And it's just so ridiculous. This guy, Jason Shiga, is brilliant and profane, and there's so much chaos going on in this graphic novel, I can't even describe it. I'm intrigued to see where this goes. It's just... I don't know. I just... To be honest with you, if you like sick, perverse humor, you'll love this. If you have no qualms with seeing a guy take his life at least a hundred different times in various ways and then just be reborn you'll love this this is for fans of things like bokusatsu tenshi dokuru chan where dokuru kills 
the guy, and then she keeps resurrecting him. This is for people who love that macabre, insane humor, which is just ridiculous. Also, if you're a math fan, surprisingly, because since... Jimmy is a mathematician. He goes over all these mathematical numbers and all these different potential quantum physics and mechanics theories, which actually could be used and applied and make sense. That part was actually really fascinating that they do go over the math in some parts where it's like, okay, this is how this works because of the third dimension. This went, and while it is complete bullshit, it kind of, you could see it working if you don't know math. And I'm not good at math. So it's kind of like, I can buy this, I can believe this, but it is ridiculous and crazy. So, I'm definitely going to have to give this a, surprisingly, a bar from a friend until Returnalist offered, well, booze, because this is just completely ridiculous. You have to drink while reading this. You could do a drinking game of every time Jimmy kills someone or kills himself, and you'd be drunk in five minutes. It's violent, it's vulgar, it's terrible, and honestly, it, I feel really guilty for liking it. And, I, I can't say anymore. Um, so... I guess that's it for this book review. I know that these are always usually pretty short. And uh, I'll be releasing some more upcoming ones. There's a lot of mangas coming out and a lot of graphic novels like getting. So I will release them as they come. Uh, but the next month I'm going to be off. Uh, for those who don't know, I am going to be going to Japan for a bit. So I'm leaving on the 28th. I should be back on the 16th. I'm going to release a couple of different reviews, including one for another graphic novel I got. I just recorded it. But I'll let you know. When the day uh, guess that's it. So I'm Gonzo, guys. I'll catch you next time. the saints we see are all made of gold. When your dreams all fail in the wounds we hail are the worst of all. And the bloods run stale. I want to hide the truth. I want to shelter you. But with the there's nowhere we can hide No matter what we breathe We still are made of greed This is my kingdom come This is my kingdom come No matter